The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's somewhere is Big Dick Toledo. We're ready to go on a glorious morning here. Uh, beautiful. Starting to get that allergy chunk again. Had a baby drowner on my way in again. That might have gotten twins. It was a big one coming up. Low nased up like crazy this morning. Oh, I should have hit it. Going to be a couple of car wipeouts. Oh, oh, there's going to be some some spinouts. It's like James, Mario Kart's. Yeah, yeah, it's Mario Kart's or James Bond's uh, Aston Martin when he hits that button and oil shoots out of it. I I fired a bomb out this morning. It was brutal. Uh, before we get into like real brass tacks of things, uh, quick question: I may not know this rule driving. What happens when you're behind a cop and he doesn't have his headlights on? Ooh. You flash him. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I, I don't know if I should have. I, I, I didn't. Cause I'm like, because maybe he's hiding. He might pull over. No, I mean, like, maybe he's through. doing it on purpose. He's trying to hide. And then I bring attention to the area. Because it was early. You know, it's early, early in the morning. He doesn't have his lights on. And then he takes off, hits a, an intersection, turns his lights on and, and his, his sirens and stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe, I was, maybe he was incognito trying to hide from a guy and had his lights off. Because he was hidden. Well, the code is then you don't don't flash lights, roll down the window, just pump get, a few rounds off. Yeah, maybe just get out and just furiously bang on his window. Hey, 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 hey. I've never seen it before. And I sat there and I'm like, I, I don't want him driving around. You know, it's dangerous at night. Because every once in a while, yeah, off. someone forgets. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I hate that valets turn your lights off. You know, if you ever valet your car, they take it off of auto and turn it all the way off. And you don't know that. Yeah. You get back in your car and you're like, my lights are always on auto on off. So they, And your interior lights go on. Right. Or the dash lights go on. And I don't know how it works. Yeah, everything's oh, inside works. Yeah, I so. saw one about two weeks ago. You know, it was 10 o'clock at night and the lights weren't on, on the highway. Yeah, you can't see. And so I'm sitting there and there's cops and putting everybody in danger. So I didn't know what to do. I left it alone. Like That's I just, what I would do. I just assumed, like an Italian thing was going on. He's sneaking up on somebody. Me. Yeah, he's sneaking up on somebody. It's 4.45 in the morning. That dude is, yeah. there's there's a lot of up to no good near here. So just checking. So if a cop wants to tell me what to do in that situation, just leave you alone, I'd say. I think you guys are up to something. Well, he just doesn't want to be seen. And then I'm banging away on lights. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, the city, again, wonderful feelings. A glow. A glow. Uh, because, well, the tightening led to the, ah, uh, there it is right there. You found out Kawhi Leonard wasn't playing sometime after about two yesterday. And everybody said, ah, it's a walk in the park. A walk in the park. I think the Suns thought that. That was a weird game. And DeAndre Ayton is officially a liability. The man almost lost the game by himself. I watched single-handed 
one individual nearly just give the game away by being, you know, zero intuition, zero instinct, zero. He's just, he is a liability. If it wasn't for Devin Booker being Superman and Kevin Durant just being Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton on the floor was, I talked to a couple of people who work with the Suns. I'm like, how close are they to sitting him? They've got to be. They've got to be so close to saying, you're not going to start the next game. We're going to put Bismack in. We know he's not offensive. We know he's not as good as you athletically, but he puts in the effort you don't put in. He goes after loose balls. He hits the floor. He charges towards the basket. This this DeAndre Ayton experiment is over. I mean, over. He is bad. And he's being out-hustled, out-played. He wants to be a gentle forward. I don't understand how at one point in a clutch moment, he goes up and gets a rebound, pulls it down, and Bones Highland takes it from him. Just goes, come here. And he lost it. Now the, my text blew up all night. Kill f- Aiton. Just, we're done with him. And it's, you're in the playoffs, and you've got a number one draft pick. Overall, this, this is a guy that you should have drafted and then built a team around. He is officially a bust. There is no more to say. And they treat him with kid gloves. I never see Coaches in his face. I never see players grabbing him, saying, "You're killing us out here." Like there, every time he was on there, the momentum died. There was a, a section in the second quarter where Bismack came in and DeAndre went out, and they scored eight points in eight seconds off a defensive play, off of a bump off. Off of, there were it was an incredible. And then DeAndre came back in, misses a rebound, bounces right off his hands, and the next thing you know, the Clippers get three. The Terrence Mann hits one. And you're like, "Drive, we're back. We're all right." Could have run away with it. That dude. Stinks. Hands of stone. That's an insult to stone. <laughs> he has hands of Stephen Hawking. Like the dude cannot move properly. And it is so weird to watch because I just watched him the whole game. I was so frustrated. And I watched a really big TV. We'll get that in a second. And I'm uh-huh. watching him and I'm like, he always looks around like he's not sure he's in the right spot. He's still not. There's no confidence. There's no intuition with this guy. He drives me bananas. And it's honestly, even in the playoffs, it's time to just say, anybody can get the numbers you give us. Let's just let Bismarck and Jock do it. And then if they get in foul trouble, you'll come in. But you're the number two option. now. That is a three-man rotation at center, if you ask me. There's no reason to keep riding him out there. He is not that good. He is not special. By any stretch, and, and I mean that in a basketball way. He may actually be special on the spectrum, but he's not in a, on a basketball court. That dude made me angry. And I said, me and about 870 other people were furious last night at the the Suns rally, the Valley Road rally road, the rally. Rally, road rally, rally, rally on the road, road rally down right. at the Footprint Center. Yeah, we went. Me and my friend Brian Rendall and his daughter Abby went down to. Uh, footprint center to see what it was all about now i golfed with brady and eric bryan and uh and his criminal son bodie bryan we'll get into that in a little bit but bodie is uh eric's absolutely uh unpredictable and irresponsible son we'll get to that it's really disappointed disappointed. the behavior in a country club golf course uh, on 420 especially anyway uh so i text with brian i'm like you want to go to this thing tonight because he's a big fan he goes you know what let's see and he said but i'm gonna head down there early because this is going to be a madhouse. Beat the crowd. Well, you got the Diamondbacks and Padres going. The D-backs are playing well. The Padres are a division rival. Diamondbacks, Padres. Over 3,000 fans will be down there. Well, that's a big one. The Diamondbacks, Padres are actually pulling some numbers. They're, the Diamondbacks they're getting are getting good They're a good team. And then the anticipation of what they said was possibly up to ten to 15,000 people popping in to the Footprint Center. Well, that was drastically overshot. Uh, maybe... 
a thousand people inside the building. Maybe uh, the ten dollar people, like we said, but uh, most of them were were kind. Uh, a lot of family stuff going on there. A lot of kids running around. Did they drop curtains down on the first two sections? So here's the thing: one only allowed in one section. Here's what the sun, Matt Ishbia, the uh, the owner of the Suns, has done a few things where he's wandered through during games and said, "This changes tomorrow." Like he sees something he doesn't like. Good. He's an impatient yeah. man, so he's changed the food uh, in a lot of sections. He's like, people who pay extra should get extra. They're going down here and doing this. Last night, for $10 a ticket, I didn't expect much of a red carpet rolled out, but I also didn't expect it to be completely rolled up while I was on it. They're, they're like, they just, they, they put in no effort to have this. And, and poor Jim Bean paid top dollar to sponsor this thing. The Suns dancers walked out onto the court like it was a practice they had in a few moments. DJ Automatic, he's out there, and he's got this mobile <laughs> DJ box that looks like a... Uh, like a hot dog stand, and he is standing still just playing, you know. You're going to make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. And his arms are closed. He's just playing a song. He's not doing anything special. They had a couple little moments. They threw a lot of T-shirts out. But uh, if Matt Ishbia saw that last night, he's like, what is, what, is, uh, what is the problem? And it's because the Suns, you know, they closed the bars. There was like one place you could get a drink. Uh, the food was limited. It was like you didn't roll out any. They it lost. It was like money. you're at a senior lock-in. Oh yeah, they- yeah, yes. It was that. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a. And here's the biggest part. My friend Brett Fessley was mm. out on the West Valley going to college yesterday, and he not, not going. He's just t- telling people where one was. And he texts me. He says, uh, "I'm on. I'm on the West Side. I'm heading by. Is it still worth going?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're here. Come on by." So I text. It's what eight o'clock, eight fifteen. Yeah, plenty of game left. Two hours of game left. And I said, yeah, come by. Uh, started 15 minutes ago. We're good. And then, uh, so Brett, tried, you tried to go, and they wouldn't let you in because we're, like, we're done selling tickets to this. Yeah. At, at like half hour in. Well, the worst part is I pull up. I finally get, you know, I, I pay 10 bucks to park. So they're right. they're still charging you, you really for parking. you really 20 at the No, no. So, okay. so I walk in, and I'm like, all right, hey, and I'm coming in. Right. And he's all like, uh, you got your ticket? I'm like, no, I'm just going to buy a ticket right now. You know, it's yeah. all good. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, we stopped selling tickets. You can't come in. I'm like, well, what do you mean? You, there, there's nobody in there. And he's like, well, and I go, all right, pal. Here. Yeah. So I whip out some cash. I'm like, all right, here's 10 bucks. I'll just pay you. Just put it in your pocket. Let's go. Right. Nope. Nope. Can't do that. Here's 20. I was going to pay 20 to get in. Yeah. He still wouldn't let me. We're going to double Absolutely the fee not. to walk into an empty arena. Just to put it in your own pocket. Nobody's that. You t- said so yeah. there's like a thousand people there. Maybe. And I'm taking a shot in the dark. Maybe a thousand people. At the I'm going to buy some drinks. I'm yeah. going to, you know, right. but you're going to make some cash on the side. Nobody, pal? nobody Nothing. working there wanted to be there. Nope. The uh, in-house announcer girl, I felt sorry for her, but she's trying to hype up the 800 people and she's just laughing like, come on. All right. Come on, fans. Let's make some noise. The gorilla was there. It, it like it was like nobody wanted to be there. The effort was like on a scale of one to ten, a two. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. And I'm like, wow. There's and and you know I've never been before. I was going to see what ten dollar people look like in mass. Phoenix doesn't care about round one. This Did they show any of that? You know, usually. No, and that's, <laughs> I said that, too. I, t- I turned to my buddy Brian. I'm like, remember? And I know it's the difference is the finals. 55,000 people during COVID standing outside of Milwaukee's arena. Yeah. Because Packed. the arena was full. And they had watch parties outside, inside. 
Like, I, I get it's the first round. You're not going to get that. But give me the lower bowl. Like something, but and I'll tell you why. If anybody's ever been to one before, there'd be zero reason to ever return. Like you got, I'm watching at home. The screen's cool, it's great big, uh, but they they didn't even put like you know like make it feel like you're in the arena where they put up the stats on the big board so you can keep track of like fouls and points and who's doing what. It was just watching on a big giant TV. There were, you know, it, you're better off at any like sports bar. It never bar. happened before. Well, well right. that's the thing. Oh, I mean, it, they, it was it was so low level going through the motions, and I mean low level. They and, and I talked to one of the employees. I go up to get a couple of drinks. Me and Brian were drinking vodka sodas, and I got a water for his daughter. So I walk up and I'm like, uh, two vodka sodas and a water, and they're going in thimbles. I'm looking at them. Like, Can I get the bigger glasses? Oh, we don't do the big glasses. Hmm. Why? Well, we don't do that for game night. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a game going on. I think you open the doors and charge people to tiny glass. And I'm like, all right, no, can I get doubles then? And she goes, no, you're one person. I can give one double, then the other one, and then I can give you a shot. But then I have to end another. I'm like, I'm not going to go get anybody else. Just give me the drinks and, you know, a can of water. And they charge full prices. Wow. You know, that was still a, you know, and the lady didn't want to be there. It wasn't her fault. She didn't want to be there. The employees were read. They, they were all wasting their night. I should have knew I was screwed when I was coming in. I'm just leaving the parking garage and there's people coming out. Yeah. And it wasn't even, you, yeah. the, I think the second quarter just started. Yeah. And I'm like, is it that bad? And they're like, ain't good. And you just kept walking. Yeah. I'm like, no, ain't going anything. Right. Nothing's going on inside there. I want Ishbia yeah. to give me my 10 bucks back. Yeah. For Matt charging Ishbia me for park- parking. I mean, come on. Yeah. Really? But just charge it for parking and then. You're not allowed in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And you can buy the tickets online. We found, And that was when Brian and I were like, we might be overshooting this time. Because I went back. I went downtown fast, uh, showered up uh, after playing Brady, golfing with Brady. And then I'm like, all right. And then I told Brian, I'm like, look, I'm going to be down here about uh, 6, 530. I said, you get down here as fast as you can because I don't want to stand in line all day trying to get in this thing. I'm texting my sales guy with the Suns. I'm like, how do I avoid the riffraff lines? I'm like, is there any uh, secret to this? So I don't get piled into this uh, group of $10 people. I'm a snob. And he goes, we don't, we're not going down there tonight. And he goes, I, I'd love to help you. And I'm like, if I get stuck with a bunch of weirdos. And he goes, uh, bring it on, Holmberg. And we're Dylan and I are going back and forth. I think Dylan knew, like, what are you talking about? Crowd. Text back LOL. Yeah, like, yeah, like, hey, what are you doing? Dude, you're going to wander through this thing like it. Like, no, and no one was there. And it was, it was uh, the Suns did nothing to be inviting to fans. Like, there should have been. You know, like even I said, it's like, you know, magic Wonka tickets in the T-shirts. You fire it. You come to the rally, the road rally, and they're shooting T-shirts. If you catch one and there's a Wonka ticket and you get a playoff game for the next game. Like they're, they should have given playoff tickets to the people who took the time to support a road game. It was sad. That's I, how you get a crowd in there. It was sad. Oh, yeah. You stay, you go, look, money. There's a free chance stuff, to win on a pair of tickets. Tickets to like, uh, you know, three? courtside seats. You know, they'll give tickets away to, like, upper-level stuff in the T-shirts. But courtside seats are in one of these T-shirts. You'd probably get people kill each other over the T-shirts. But somehow or another, a drawing, something, to where the, there's a reason to go. There was no reason to not watch at home. There free parking, maybe? No reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give, give 10 bucks back to Brett for free parking. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't like to complain about, like, uh, you know, an event that was nothing. But, man, they deserve to be critiqued in a huge way on this one. Because, Matt Ish, I guarantee you... If Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Suns, saw that, because they did, they did, they had cameras and stuff. I think they may have anticipated, you know, a crowd that Let's they could go to Phoenix. Kevin Ray could say, you know, back home, the rally, the Valley Road rallies, you know, they're doing those. Oh, no, 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 no. Nope. Nothing. Are they doing it again on Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's at noon. I'm not going. So, 
Of course you're not. There's no reason to. I am. I'm going to pop back in there. I got to see what this is like. Oh, yeah, I got to see this. I got to do two. It would have been better off just setting up a big screen in the courtyard out front there Uh, and do little... uh, The beer garden, the the Dos Equis beer garden could have had a big screen in it and we could have fit everybody in there and it would have felt full. It would have felt like fun. Would have been a good picture. It was bad. Yeah, it was... was was the news down there and stuff too? Like they normally are. Like, look at all these fans down uh, here. I think they realized that about six o'clock, there's nothing here because there was people. Wow. There was a couple of them sitting outside the arena, and then I think they realized, oh, this is a this is a dead thing. That was sad. I was I was disappointed, but not by Suns fans. I was disappointed, and now I know why. There's no reason to go to that thing. That you're getting a bad review is what I'm saying. And Matt Ishbia will see that and go, all right, something better has to happen. Just make it free. And people will buy, you know. You'll get your money at the bar. You'll get your money at the bar. The $10 was nothing. You made. I know. <laughs> it just comes and goes. $10. You got rid of it. Yeah, the parking, that was, I didn't know they were charging for parking. That's, I was shocked, too. And then, of course, it's with a credit card, so I couldn't even go, hey, I couldn't get in. Give me my right. money back. You know, it's you're just screwed. Yeah, and there's no one, is there anyone to talk to at the parking thing? No. The box. Uh-huh. You can hit that button. You know what I've discovered with parking garages? The people who live, not in the box that you see them, like at the, at the, at the Palomar where I park, there's nobody there, but you hit a button and it goes to some office. And there's been times where I'm like, I hit the button and I'm like, hey man, the gate thing isn't on. It just goes up. Like that dude doesn't want to deal with anyone. Yeah. You, you can get out of paying for parking almost every time you just hit the button and say, it's not reading my card. Now I have had one guy come out once. And just stand next to him. He shows up out of the box, and there's a line of cars. I'm like, it's broken. And he's like, fine. And he's not happy. He's there. His job is to just maintain the arm. But he's never around. So whenever you complain at the parking, usually you end up leaving. But that you prepaid, yeah, so it's different. You had yeah. to. Yeah, you interrupted that guy's game of Call of Duty, man. Right. There was something going on in that office. He yeah. comes You didn't appreciate that grift at all? <laughs> it's You're a like, this must be. We want to open a parking garage or a parking lot. Town, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sons, you blew it. Another sports team in town uh, had a big reveal yesterday of the Cardinals' new uniforms. And I don't think the Cardinals understand what the word new is because of the same ones. They, they, they changed. I saw that. I saw the picture, and I'm trying to look. Uh, didn't change like, anything. A while, it's like, find uh, right. the hidden things. It was a Where's Waldo. It's like one of those bar games. Where yeah. Vic- yeah. Yeah. I'm what, looking for the Playboy bunny somewhere. <laughs> yeah. in the- What's different from this and that? And then you look, and you're like, oh, I see. It used to say Cardinals on their chest. Now it says Arizona, and it's a little bigger. And they're not wearing black pants. They took. They actually made the uniforms that they had that were cool and ruined them. Now they're in big red onesies or all white uh, pajamas, like Klansmen. And, and then uh, the word Arizona is written on their chest. And then the black alternatives, which are all well, the only uniform that they've got that was worthwhile, was the the whites and the the reds. You know, the, the combo. We got red pants, or you know, we had the, this all white thing. Looks like you know. Like you're in an insane asylum. It's trying clean. To, no, it's just awful. It just looks. <laughs> it looks cheap. Like they they didn't spring for colors. And there's Kyler standing out there in his little tiny one. And I don't know who you're trying to sell uniforms. Yeah, that, that was a and that's a scamming of fans too. It's like we know the team's going to suck, and uh, you should buy James Conner jerseys because we changed them, and only the cool kids will have the new uniforms. If you're going to change the uniform and then have like a big stage presentation. I don't know if you saw the the rollout of these. It was like a it was a show. They put in more effort than the Suns. And the uniforms the like 
it's nothing. I wonder if that just rolling it looks out the same. Other than the Arizona part, yeah, they have a silver stripe on their sleeve now. It looks like Ohio State. And, it uh, does. Yeah, that's about it. And, and then the Arizona across the chest. Otherwise, this was a like you had to hire people to do this. Like people had to. Oh, was that the Van Buren? I mean, they did a full yeah. production oh. down there and stuff. And they rolled out the players and they had them in the new unis. And it's like, this is it, guys. Isn't this amazing? I'm like, if you'd have rolled out the old ones and said they were new, I just I'd have thought that I thought this is what's happening. I'm gonna get that white one and put a Buckeye leaf. Yeah, it's gonna put a leaf on the front with the NFL logo as you got yourself in Ohio. Then the black ones are even more Ohio Statey. Like the alternative blacks are more like Ohio State. When Ohio State does the blackouts, yeah, it looks just like like the the alternative blacks. There is absolutely nothing different outside of the sleeve and writing Arizona on it. I think yeah, Brett, on the page you're on, yeah. you just scrolled down to last year's uniforms for a second. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, no, I did. Oh, I they're do. available and they're they're discounted. I think they're they down at the be. bottom where you were on that page. I think there was one that just finally said Cardinals. No, those are the kids' ones. Never mind. Just look. No, oh, no, there's a Kyler Murray's. I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> there. They are. There's the Kurt Warner Cardinal one, and it's a, crime, slightly crime. different. I don't get it. Yeah, okay, so there's the old one. Yeah, that, you're looking at all those are last year's, and there's the new one. They took wow. the white armpits out. That's it. Probably too much stains under the pit with that white. <laughs> right, you know, yeah, get you get a little yellow, get the parakeets thing. Yeah, not good. So, what yeah, rift. Arizona sports really kind of had a hiccup yesterday with that because the well the cardinals are just a mess right now they're a disaster well the new owner will fix it well yeah when matt ishbia has to buy the cardinals too because <laughs> you know we had uh pansy sarver and now uh, everyone hates bidwell going on across the they'll get a new owner in here hopefully before the season starts for cardinal fans and it looks good right now but it took a long time to get daniel snyder to sell the the R words. So uh, whatever they're doing with Bidwell to try to get him out, uh, it's going to take some time. But they need a couple. What they need is a couple ladies to come forward over at the Cardinals organization to say that Bidwell is an absolute face because the other employees are doing it. And they're, they're trying to kill him uh, with a coup, a slow coup. And he decided to roll out new shirts. We changed slight amounts of this. Now go buy them, fans. Fleecing. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. Tickets so. up. New merch. Yeah, I, I see Matt Ishby a lot like Mark Cuban, and I thought to myself, me and Brian were talking, like, would, if Mark Cuban and Dallas had this this going on in his arena would he look and go all right i can't take money from a sponsor for that we have to do something different this was it was sad it was uh, pathetic yeah like let fans in yeah like yeah when when people want to pay to go into the arena you let them i mean that's that's check that first box right there if someone's trying to pay you to your to buy your product say yes that's a big one because when brett texts me and said they won't even let me in i'm like throw the guy 20 bucks i tried yeah you yeah. couldn't even grease your way. No, up. I tried the old Italian. Hey, yeah. man, all right, what do we got here? All right, hold yeah, on a come second. On. I got a whole on. You Without got a saying it, you didn't say I'm Italian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he, that, that old man, he was a company guy. He wasn't yeah. going to take my cash. He was told no. Yeah. He was told no cash. Nobody's allowed in anymore. And the box office was closed. 
If it's closed, then just put that money in your pocket and let me right. walk through. Right. That's the old-fashioned American way. Look, I'll let you in. There's plenty of seats available. How's this country easy. coming? Just I don't know, Brett. You can't even scam your button. way into things. Tap that button and let me in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just look. He was standing in front of the metal detector. The I'm doors like, are wide open. Yeah. And just, you and I both know this is no big deal. Here's 20 bucks. I tried that. I literally yeah. did. I mean, maybe you just didn't shoot high enough. Maybe his price is too high. And well, you don't no. need to go any higher than 20. No, that's what I'm saying. I thought 20 was a little hot. You want to go 50, that maybe he's going to let you in. It would have cost me 30 as it was with the parking that, yeah. uh, <laughs> that Modest charged me. It's unbelievable. <laughs> modest Yahoo. Yes. Again, it had to go back to just offending an entire people uh, through a reference. But yeah, and it, you should have just told him, look, I'm Italian. I'm getting in there no matter what you say. I'm trying to do this legit as You're I can. You're going to regret this. I'm trying I'm to make going it inside, and you don't want me behind you, friend. Hey, <sighs> can't go in. No! Why? Just I was told no. They don't like money. I don't get it. I don't get it. The only one that made money last night was the parking garage. Oh, yeah. They killed, yeah. They killed it. From me. Yeah, that's it. we were talking about during the thing. I said, I think they lost money on this. There's no possible. For sure. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> He's looked up Matt Ishpia's name and found some details. Going to call Matt later and find out if he can get his 10 bucks back. And Matt would understand, evidently, yes. based on that. I'm going to have Larry call him. Yeah, Larry will call him. It'll, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll see each other this Saturday. Have the boss man call him. Yeah. It, was, uh, it, was, it, was not, it was not good. But the plus side is the Suns walk away 2-1. They got the home court back. Uh, if Kawhi Leonard isn't playing Saturday, there's a good chance you come back here 3-1 and do what you're supposed to do against a limping Clippers team who managed to make a hell of a game out of that last night. It was Which a- makes, you know, it's hard not to think about I can only imagine other fans, but you're thinking, oh, this is an opportunity. This is a make a statement that you really need that. Person, it's like wow, they hung yeah. with him the whole well, time. Norman it Powell scored forty-four points. Yeah, guy went I mean, off. Norman I mean, Powell is a great player who comes off the bench, but I didn't know he had he Kawhi. I didn't know he had that that Kawhi Leonard ability. That the game with Kawhi or without would have been the same because Norman Powell was playing like Kawhi would have. So if he wasn't playing, Kawhi would have just filled that gap because Norman wouldn't have been on the floor. As, yeah, it, 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 I mean, but still, it was too close for comfort. And there were a lot of times when eight, ten, twelve point leads. We're destroyed by number 22, DeAndre Ayton, the worst player on the floor. Almost a given that he was the worst of 10 on the floor at any time during the during the game. I was shocked when I saw the score this morning when I woke up. I'm yeah. like, what? that should yeah. have been a blowout. Yeah. I mean, well, well, what's and they, going they on They handled here? him and then couldn't handle him. And they just wouldn't go away. They were hitting shots. Uh, Norman Powell's amazing. They're a good team. But, I, you know, everybody's like, oh, Kawhi not in the game. They should have killed him. They would have. If one of the guys on the Clippers didn't become Superman and just take his place, it was like Kawhi Leonard was still out there. That was they're a good team. Some, oh, yeah. Westbrook yeah. is the defensive. He's stuff. going to murder people. Man, when his basketball career is over, uh, there will be a mug shot. He's not retirement's not going to treat him well. You can, he he needs a place to expend all that intensity, and it's not going to be in general society. There, his future. And I don't know what the city is going to say on the back of his shirt, but there will be a DOC in his future on his shirt. There is no way Russell Westbrook does not kill a parking attendant, uh, someone in an airport, uh, a neighbor. Those eyes are not built for comfort later in life. He is going to murder someone. Mark my words today, April 24th or 21st to 2023. John Holmberg said it here. 
Russell Westbrook will murder a man before this decade's over. Before this decade's out. He'll survive one, maybe two years of retirement before that wild, dark, dead-eyed craziness uh, gets him at a Walmart or some. He's going to be in a restaurant. Somebody's going to say the wrong thing to him. He's going to kill someone. You can't look like that and not eventually murder. Uh, it's, he, he's, he's got crazy dead eyes. And he happens to release all of his energy on a basketball court, which is good. Give him a dispensary after he retires or something. Oh, get him on microdosing. Get him calm. Magic mushroom this guy down. But uh, trust me, he's going to have a little pot belly because he's not going to be able to run as much. He's going to be a little bit chubby. Somebody's just going to slip up verbally talking to Russell. Somebody might West Brick him at stake 44, and they're going to have their neck wrung. And he's a hands-on murderer. I don't think Russell will use a weapon. I think he's a guy who gets into a fist fight, knocks a guy down, and then grabs like a decorative rock and mashes your skull in until somebody peels him off. He is an insane person. Right now, it's just basketball. Soon it will be murder. I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably Riverside. I see him in in an orange jumpsuit that says Riverside DOC. Something DOC will be attached to his back. And it'll happen at a pickleball tournament. Yeah, something simple. Yeah, something like, wow, we have Russell Westbrook. Hey, everybody, say hi to Russell Westbrook. Hey, everybody, Russell Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook. What did, what did he say? <laughs> Mother Westbrook. All right, that's it. I'm going to kill that man right now in front of all you pickleballers. And he'll, and he'll kill someone. The, the man is going to kill someone. There's no doubt. I think all of us look at the TV and just, get, like, there's a little bit of, ooh. He's bad. <laughs> There's that, that. It, it reminds me a little bit of uh, back in the day when Lawrence Taylor had that same thing. And look, and exactly what happened to that guy. Yeah, he had that crazy eye, that dead eye. Although he had more, like, But then he life. started to have a little sense of humor. But when yeah. he was a player, it's like you don't mess. You know when you watch those, uh, those uh, documentaries or those specials, like the Night Stalker or... Night Stalker has Russell Westbrook eyes. When the when the witnesses who lived or, or the, the victims who made it through say, say or, or like the lawyers when they finally catch him or the cops, there, there's a there's a phrase that's always said about a lunatic by a cop or a survivor that says, "When I looked at him, I look I was looking into the eyes of evil." Like you know it when you. I feel that way about Russell Westbrook, and that's just him playing. Keep the word playing involved. He's playing a game. He's having fun, and he looks like that. What happens when Russell loses it? Riverside DOC. Trust me. He should just change his name to Riverside DOC because that's what's going to be written on his jersey in the future. No way. And me saying it, I'm now I'm getting nervous that he's going to come find me and wring my neck. He's crazy. He is an insane person. We can't arrest him. His defense is unbelievable. <laughs> he fought <laughs> off ten cops. He looks like that meth guy mugshot. It's like, you know, eight guys, it took eight guys to bring this dude down. And I know we were saying a few weeks ago that basketball players are wimpy. Uh, I, I, I think you can knock him down on a basketball court. You don't want him in real life mad. Like, there's no rules for him. He's horrifying. We're going to start a whole thing at Tactical Black just to defend yourself from Russell Westbrook because he's coming for it. <laughs> Somebody's going to die. One of you out there is going to get killed by Russell Westbrook. Within the next six and a half years, I guarantee you by the end of the decade, we'll be talking about the trial of Russell Westbrook. And, and so many people will say, well, we all saw this coming. He's horrifying. But let's just bounce them out of the playoffs. And well, actually, maybe we should let the Clippers win so he has more to do. Once they're out of the playoffs, he's just got free time. There's a murder spree coming. You don't want idle hands Russell Westbrook with nothing to do. Uh, he's crazy. 
Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? We're feeling good. Sun's up 2-1. Next game is tomorrow at noon. And then, uh, you know, we'll see where we go from there. Uh, 585-9800. That's the phone number. Give it to us good and strong. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.